is there anything that can truly make fans of the NFL turn away from watching and rooting for their favorite teams and just completely disregarding the NFL, even as of right now, in its might and in its glory and how vast and how far it's stretching out all across the world. Can there be something that can completely destroys the NFL? And how does this correlate in the today's modern world church, modern day church? How does this all connect to each other? Welcome to the island. I am your host, Alvis Samuel, and today it's going to be something that I know for 100%, 100% I will upset a lot of people, a lot of people, and I hope that everyone listening and those who do get upset, you pass this message along because there's going to be a lot of truth that I do believe that this is 100% true in everything that I'm about to tell you that's going to change the way you look at something. And this something is something very specific. So let's go ahead and start about what I just said about the NFL before I get into the actual meat of this topic. Now, what's going on is something that is being hushed that a few people may know about. But the majority of people don't realize how bad this truly is. Now, if you've listened to episodes in the past, I have talked about this and I hinted about this, especially when it dealt with John Gruden, the coach of the Las Vegas Raiders, who was fired uh, about a year ago. And he was fired midseason because of some sexual scandals that was going on. And when that happened, I said, this is just the tip of the iceberg. There's more to this story, and there's a lot more people involved that will completely topple the NFL if it gets out. And sure enough, little by little, these breadcrumbs that are being spread, this news is starting to seep out. Now, I'm not going to withhold anything when it comes to this specific topic because people need to know, just like once I get into the the, the conversation about the modern church, people need to know. So, what is going on? Now, a couple of months ago, a few months ago, probably not even that long, maybe about a month ago, the NFL ownership had its owners meeting and there was a big scuffle, not not like actual people trying to get physical with each other, but words was being said. And these words, yes, it did deal with John Gruden, but mainly with one specific owner, and that owner was Dan Snyder. Now, if you haven't heard the story that deals with Dan Snyder, this goes back years. Back before the Washington Commanders were called the Washington Commanders, back before they were called the Washington football team, this was gone back back when they were called the Washington Redskins. 
Now, to make this story short, if you want to hear the full story, go back to my previous episodes, and I'll and I go into a little bit more detail than this. But Dan Snyder is the owner of this football team, and with everything that's going on, Dan Snyder, yes, this owner, fired his, I believe it was the general manager at the time, of a sexual scandal of, of, of racy, basically pornography photos of cheerleaders that this guy was sending out to different owners and different uh, head offices of different football teams. This man, this this general manager, was fired by Dan Snyder. At the time, John Gruden was also the head coach of the Washington Redskins. Now, jump ahead a few years, and now, uh, not Dan Snyder, but John Gruden is now the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. And then these emails pop up again, and long story short, John Gruden gets fired. Basically, he's now blackballed from the NFL. Anything that deals with the NFL, I'm pretty sure he's blackballed from. Blacklisted, not blackballed, but blacklisted. You know what I mean. So, now, like I said, he was just the tip of this iceberg. He was the fall guy of this. And now, with everything that's going on, now Congress... Yes, Congress government has now put in or has made an investigation on what is truly going on in the NFL when it comes to cheerleaders, ownership, and yes, the commissioner. Now, I'm going to go ahead and throw this out there because I do know this is true. And yes, I said I do know this is true. There are a lot of owners, or I'm not going to say a lot, there's a few owners out there who do use these cheerleaders as escorts, as basically hookers for special events, human trafficking for special events. This is true, and this is what Congress is finding out. And they are also finding out that the commissioner of the NFL is has been helping Daniel Snyder, the current owner of the Washington Commanders, to show him how he can put this underneath the bed for a figure of speech to just go ahead. We'll get this figured out instead of instead of actually being a commissioner and basically forcing this man to sell his team to you know tell the authorities. So this man could get arrested. He wasn't actually, he's not actually doing his job. He is quote unquote, just protecting the shield. But the biggest way to protect the shield would be to tell the truth. Not to try to help an owner who's come not protecting the shield with his actions and try to cover up what he's actually trying to do or what he has been doing. Yes, Daniel Snyder is right now. They're saying he is the ringleader of all of this, even though I don't think he is. He is just now the one who is getting caught. And once all of this news comes out, how many actual NFL fans will completely turn away 
from the NFL. You see, this is much bigger than this kneeling thing that happened with Colin Kaepernick. Where people say, I will no longer watch the NFL because they're kneeling and it's it's disrespectful to the military, even though they weren't kneeling to be disrespectful towards the military. It actually had nothing to do with the military, but that is a different conversation. But yet there were people who said, I'm done with the NFL. Now there are people who are saying, I am done with the NFL because of their woke agenda. But because instead of them trying to just not even trying, instead of them just sticking to, to the sport, they want to dabber into politics and push this agenda now that, that the government also is trying to push onto everybody. And it's not just the NFL that's doing this. Multiple companies all around the United States are doing this also. But there are still massive amount of people wanting to watch the NFL. So what will it truly take for people to stop watching the NFL, stop promoting the NFL? What will it really take? Because there's a lie going on right now, and this lie in the NFL, to me, it's the biggest lie ever told to man that deals with sports. And yes, this lie is this gender equality lie. Yes, gender equality lie, because you can't be have you can't have gender equality when you have the top echelons, and I'm not meaning the athletes, but I'm meaning the owners, the top echelons of people these owners are the one percent they are the one percent in the united states of america and they are the ones still saying to everyone yes we are all up for gender equality but yet they are also promoting behind closed doors human trafficking and yes (laughs) prostitution They are, lack of a better phrase, they are pimping out their own cheerleaders. Yes, but yet they are trying to tell everyone, hey, we're all up for gender equality. How hypocritical could these people be? Now, I'm not saying this is all every last NFL team, every last NFL owner, because it's not, but there are a few that are doing this. Some even almost got caught in the middle of this. Robert Kraft, the owner of the New England Patriots, how we forgot he got in trouble going into one of these quote-unquote massage parlors. And it just so happened that the cameras that are in these places, (laughs) they weren't working when Robert Kraft walked up in this place. And then all of a sudden it was pushed down, covers were thrown over, and everyone forgot about it. However, there was more to this. So, some of y'all are asking, what does this have to do with the modern day church? The Protestant Christian church? What does this have to do with that? Is it a sex scandal? No, it's not a sex scandal. What's going on is the biggest lie, just like the NFL is doing. The biggest lie, the biggest cover-up that the Christian church in the United States of America and possibly everywhere else for the most part has told to almost 
every single person. And this lie came from the pastors. A lot of pastors believe this. I'm not even going to say that. A lot of them are teaching this. And this teaching is the biggest lie ever told and believed in the church today. What am I talking about? I'm talking about the rapture. The rapture. Not the rapture itself being a lie, but the timing of this rapture. And I'm going to explain myself. This timing of the rapture, a lot of people have been told and a lot of people have been taught that the rapture is going to come and all Christians, true believers on the earth, will be able to escape tribulation and death and all these pestilences and all this all this bad that's about to happen on earth however i if 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 you really actually dive into your bible and read it for yourself that's not what jesus christ has said actually if you go through the book of matthew you'll find out in the book of matthew that jesus says those who do what those who endure Till the end will be saved. Now, I, I have a bunch of bullet points that I'm going to throw out there for everybody to understand this. And not just me taking some context and taking this context out of content. No, I'm going to prove my point. Because again, this timing of the rapture is also going to lead to the great falling away. Yes. The great falling away from the faith, also known as the great apostasy. This will lead to that. So, why am I saying, how will the rapture lead to the great apostasy? Well, that is because there's going to be a lot of people who are believing once things in this world start ramping up and they start to realize people are dying. Not just people are dying, but Christians are dying. True Christians are dying. They're being killed. They're being martyred. They're being everything that they have is being destroyed. And then they're going to say, yes, the rapture is on its way. It's on its way. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Let's get ready. And all of a sudden, it doesn't happen. It doesn't come. At least not when we're all hoping it's going to come. And then all of these believers start to think to themselves, this was all a lie. Everything was a lie. And little by little, and then it becomes bigger and bigger and more and more people start losing their faith. And they start falling away, going to the wayside. Of the Christian faith. And then they start saying this was all a lie. However, I'm here to tell you that no, it, it, it it's not. You just have the timing wrong. And I'm not going to tell you when this timing is. However, if you actually opened up your own Bible and read it for yourself, then you would realize one thing that I've realized. And that is strictly what 
Jesus himself said. So I'm going to go ahead and go to this chapter so everyone can understand this is going to be in the book of Matthew chapter 24. Now, I'm not going to tell you the exact spot to find this because I don't want you to just turn and open your Bible to this exact spot. I would like for everyone to read this entire chapter at the very least. If you can read the entire book of Matthew, that would be wonderful. However, I'm just going to tell you, go to Matthew chapter 24. When you have the time, Matthew, the book of Matthew chapter 24 and read the entire chapter. And let's see if you come up with the same thing that I came up with. However, here's what I am going to do. I am going to tell you the bullet points in exact order that Jesus Christ himself, himself told us how these things will come. Point number one, deception of people will come in the name of God saying they are the Christ. However, they are false. What does this mean? This means there's going to be a lot of false teachings, a lot of false people out there saying that they themselves are Jesus Christ. Point number two, hearing of wars and rumors of wars. Do not be troubled for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. Understand that. And start understanding that all of this, this isn't, he, Jesus isn't talking about in one specific part of the world. He is talking about the entire earth. So when the entire world is starting to hear about these things, start paying attention. Number three, nation shall rise up against nation. Now, I'm going to stop right there and explain what nation means in the Bible. See, I've done a little research on this because point number four says kingdom against kingdom. In my mind, I'm like, well, first off, I'm I'm not that smart of a guy. I'll, I'll tell you that. So I had to look up, look this stuff up a little bit because nation and kingdom, that means the same thing to me, kind of. But then I find out that nation actually means ethnicity. So point three, you could really read it as ethnicity against ethnicity. In other words, races out there are becoming racist. Race versus race, basically. Ethnic group versus ethnic group. Point number four, like I said when I was talking about point three, kingdom against kingdom. Now that would be country against country, things of that nature. Number five, famines, pestilence, and various earthquakes in various places. These are the beginnings of sorrows. This is also known as birth pains. The Bible talks about birth pains. This is that. Number six, Christians will be delivered up to tribulation and they will kill Christians. And all will be hated By all nations, there's that word again, nations, which actually means ethnicities, for the name of Christ. They will hate you for the name of Christ. Because of his name, they will 
dislike you. Not even a dislike. They will kill you. Notice there is no mentioned at all so far about the rapture. Notice that. And notice that that point was number six. Let's keep going. Point number seven. Many will be offended. Many will betray one another. And many will hate one another. Hatred will abound. Next, number eight. Many false prophets will rise up and they will deceive many. Still, no talk about the rapture. None at all. There will be prophets. People self-proclaiming themselves as prophets. Even dead people like Nostradamus that are being popped up and held as prophets. This is what they're saying. Listen to them. Many of these words and of their sayings and these people will rise up and they will deceive a lot of people. However, back in the olden days, I should say, back in the Bible days, to be a true prophet of God, you could not miss it, not even once. Why is that? Every true prophet had to be 100% correct in everything they've said. They said, why? Because if you held yourself as a prophet and said, God was telling me this, and you were wrong, you were stoned to death. Understand that. So no, you couldn't be wrong. However, there will be many prophets that will rise up in these end times and they will deceive many. And like I said, even people who were dead, their words will come back and be like, oh, this person was speaking about this, like Nostradamus. However, if you read Nostradamus quatrains, if you read these quatrains, they basically mean whatever you decide what they mean you know i'm just saying point number eight or sorry that was eight point number nine lawlessness will be great so many people's love will grow cold pay attention to nine because point number nine will take you all the way back to genesis during noah's time right before the great flood that struck me because lawlessness was great all over the world back in Noah's time. To the point to where everything had to be flooded and everything had to die. Only a few were saved and by few you could count them on your fingers. So basically number nine is saying how it was before the flood. That is how it will be before the return so far nine points so far no mention of the rapture actually jesus says a lot of people will die in short and a lot of people will lose their faith and by that just go back to six seven and eight and you will see because of deception because of death, because of people being offended, people will be losing their faith. Let's keep going. Point number 10. And this is 
now where you have to now use your brain. Point number 10, endure till the end and and you shall be saved. That is the closest thing that I've gotten that I've said that can correlate with the rapture. That's point number 10. So nine different things. And notice that number six was talking about tribulation, death, hatred, martyrism. The number six was all of that. Number 11, the gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all. Here's this word again, nations, which means ethnicities. And last but not least, then the end will come. Notice the thing that's even remotely close to the rapture is point number 10 out of 12. Now, why did I say pay pay close attention to number 6? Because 6 is the middle of 12, and there is a lot of teaching right now that halfway, the halfway point, the seven-year mark, They say it's three and a half years. Then the rapture will come. However, the halfway point in what Jesus was talking about as not so much. It's closer to the end. So this halfway point, if you are like me and you like to, you know, just connect the dots, this halfway point to where people are seeing, okay, Jesus is coming. We're at the halfway point. He should be here. He should be coming. And then he doesn't come. And then a lot more people die. A lot more people go through tribulation. A lot more people are hated by all ethnicities, not just nations and kingdoms, but all ethnicities. There will come at the halfway point the great falling away, not the rapture. So don't be deceived by a lot of people. Don't be lied to or believe the great lie that will lead to the great apostasy. Don't believe it. Understand that it's going to be closer to the very end than it is to the middle, than it is to the beginning. Because also another teaching of what Jesus says is that, in short, here's what he said. That the servant is not greater than the master. And if the master has to go through tribulation and is also crucified and feels death, what makes you think you're not going to feel these same things? Think about that. So what makes you think you're going to escape all of this? When Jesus himself says, no, it's not going to happen. You're not going to escape. You're going to feel tribulation. You're going to have to go through this stuff. So what makes you think you're not? You see, and with that, and with with that type of teaching that has not been taught, actually it's been the opposite. The great falling away from the faith will happen because of a lie of time, just like the NFL. Right now, it's at its high point. People will turn and stop watching the NFL because of its lies and deception told from the top, just like the churches in the United States of America who run around not just in America, but the 
the missionaries that go all around the world telling this lie, my suggestion to you is to stop saying it. And if you want to say you're wrong and I am wrong, I've said this before, then let me be wrong. Because the worst that could happen with me being wrong is we'll all miss the tribulation and God will come back and the rapture will happen. That's the worst. Think about that. However, if I am right and this is what's going to happen, then a lot of people will die lost. Understand that. So if I'm wrong, let me be wrong because only joy will come from me being wrong. But if I'm right, like I said, death will happen. This is The Island. I am your host, Alvis Samuel. And go ahead and go to my website because The Island Podcast, yes, The Island Podcast has been basically kicked off of a lot of these social media platforms where if I'm able to even post anything, you know, then it has to be very nonchalant. However, if you go to my website, theislandpodcast.org, then you will be able to hear everything and listen to everything and even read the blogs from the bleach warmers, the bleach warmers, I meant the bench warmers and the blogs from Psalms 91. These are great blogs. Trust me, you're going to want to read them. Trust me, you will read them and you will enjoy them. Subscribe at the website again, theislandpodcast.org and communicate with me. Okay, And even if you feel the need to go ahead and donate, it would be greatly appreciated and all that good, lovely stuff. But I'm not truly demanding anyone to do any of that stuff. But I would like for you to all keep listening. And I appreciate it and I am very thankful to all the listeners out there who are all around the world. Thank you from the deepest, from me and everyone who helps out at the island. Again, thank you. This is the island podcast and I am your host Alvis Sanders.